The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars Popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Tormented, the story of Alexander de Rhodes. Lord, 1622. We have passed through the Malacca Straits, have put into Goa, and we are now sailing towards Macau through heavy weather. You'd best do some praying, Padre, or we'll be like drowned rats come morning and food for the sharks. Speak for yourself, Captain. Our Lord has another purpose for me, other than drowning at sea. Barbarians. Barbarians, do you hear me? Huh? You Christian devils are all about us, and we shall perish. Go below deck. No passengers allowed in this area. Listen to your Christian devils in this wind. Go below, I say. She's an evil one, Padre, as evil as they come, and as rich as a Chinese Mandarin. She's kept to herself since she came aboard. I've never even spoken to her. Do you know her well? By sight and reputation. She's what they call a snake woman. They say she's in league with all the devils in China. She called us barbarians. (laughs) That's how the Chinese see us. And you think you're going to convert them? That is my intention, Captain. One thing, you can count on one hand the number of Europeans who've been allowed to go into China. And even if you do get in, chances are they'll slice off your head. 
Especially when they hear you're a foreign priest. That woman, Captain, she doesn't look particularly Chinese. No, she's Eurasian. Her father was a Dutch trader. I think her mother was Eurasian, too. Pirate crap, stop it, who? Pirates, and in this weather, God's curse on them. So we run through the heaviest seas I've seen in years, with now two pirate ships keeping us in sight. But the night is black and torn by the gale. In two or three hours, we lose them, and by dawn, there is no sight of them. Come to think of it, it's something to be living in these times, watching the big powers juggle for power. My people, the Portuguese, have colonized Goa and Macau. The British, French, and Dutch are at each other's throats, fighting for empire. And here's this skinny-looking priest aboard my ship, who, bold as brass, thinks he's going into China to convert the heathen. morning, Captain. And a beautiful morning it is. Mm. Here, pour yourself a mug of tea. Oh, thank you. I'm developing a taste for it. So is half of Europe, most of the Americas to the north, from what I hear. I'd say that tea's an important commodity, and that someday somebody will break China's monopoly of growing it. Well, is it so important that her monopoly be broken? Right. <laughs> The traders think so. And it'll be the traders who'll build the empires out here. Backed up by the armies and navies, of course. To promote opium and tea trade. Well, that's our vocation, Padre. Yours is to promote Christian beliefs in the heathen land. To my way of thinking, we'll get further than you. You won't convert China, mark my words. If we don't, Captain, perhaps it will be because... We Christians fail to present a good example. You might think about that. Thinking about it won't change anything, Father. And this opium trade? Padre, opium's an evil thing in our sight, but not all the world sees it the way we do. So we have to be practical. We must fight the opium trade. (laughs) If you ever get into China and talk that way, they'll hang you up by your fingernails. But I doubt they'll let you into the country. If they do, it'll be because some deal has been made with one of the mandarins or one of the taipans. Taipan? It means head of a noble house, oh. the all-powerful one. A business tycoon in some cases, a warlord in other cases. Sometimes a taipan owns a whole fleet of pirate ships. He always has a private army of some kind anyway. I'll remember that, Captain. Perhaps someday I'll be a Taipan of one of God's noble houses with my own army of converts. Oh, lad, you're young and foolish, even if you are a priest. And maybe it's for that reason. There's that woman. What did you say her name was? Ah, cow. Stay away from her. 
I'm not especially superstitious, no more than the next anyhow, but uh, she gives me the shivers. She has a beautiful face. Full of wickedness, full of evil, such as I've never seen in a human face. But then, well, I'm not so sure that she is human. She's no different from us, Captain. And she's just as precious to our Lord as we are. With your permission, I'll pay my respects to her. Good morning, my child. Child, I could be your mother, you Christian devil. I'm told you're hoping to go to my country. With every confidence. I hope. I hope I shall be one of those who watch you being tortured. And should you be there, perhaps I'll be able to assure you that the Christian God loves you and will forgive. And I, well, I'll pray for your soul. Christian God. The God of drunken barbarians. And still, my child, his spirit dwells in you. Take your blasphemy away from me. Do not even come near me. Go away. Go away or I'll call up the demons to destroy you. Do not think they will not do my bidding. They serve me as I serve them. Take care, barbarian, that I do not do away with you. She meant what she said, Padre. She meant every word. You have believe she is in league with devils, don't you? I don't know. I don't know. But I've heard things. I don't look so shocked. I know what I'm talking about. And so do thousands of people all around the China coast. Captain, even your suspicious fear is a sin. That may well be. But I warn you to stay away from that woman. She is evil. Macau is like my hometown. A beautiful and shining city in these days. And here I lose sight of the young missionary and do not hear of him for several years. He becomes oriented to the Far East, learns languages, and he goes into China to find conditions better than he had expected. Other missionaries have been there. And together with some of them, he establishes missions and is successful in converting thousands of pagans. And in one place, a Chinese of some rank comes to visit him. I am cooling. 
first cousin of the Mandarin. Oh, I am honored by your visit to this miserable hovel. I am told you prefer poverty. It is a great help to my sense of humility. But let me offer you something. No, thank you. I'm told you and your other priests perform miracles. Oh? And it is true. I have heard of these miracles from many who have witnessed them. Well, to some extent, we have been instruments through which our Lord works his wonders. Then I want one of these miracles. Oh. Tonight, my firstborn son died. He was two years old. I want you to bring him back to life. And you have faith that this can be done? Faith? Do you come to me in confidence? Is it possible that you believe that your son can be restored to life? I have heard that you and your priests have done these things. Then you believe. If you bring my son back to life, he shall be brought up as a Christian and die as one. This I swear. As God wills. Can you do this thing? All things are possible. There is no limit to the power of God. Your child is his child. And if he wills that your son live again, the boy will live. Have faith in that. And let your household, your family, your servants, and your slaves share your faith. And together in your house, we shall kneel in prayer to the Christian God. And so they go to the household of Kuling, carried there in sedan chairs by slaves. The night is torrid. And they all assemble in the courtyard under the stars, and they kneel, staring in wonder at the missionary who raises his face heavenward. Lord Jesus, we know that in all these things, we are more than conquerors through thy love for us. We are sure that neither death, nor life, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in thy entire universe can separate us from the love of God. O oh Lord, we are gathered here in thy name. And now thy servant beseeches thy compassion for this sorrowing father who kneels in thy sight beside his departed son. O oh Lord, show forth thy hand that this child shall open his eyes and receive the holy sacrament of Baptism in the name of the Father. He lives. My child lives. And of the Son 
and of the Holy Spirit, I baptize this child. He lives. He lives. My son lives. Exercise of faith in your God is demanding. Sometimes. But how wondrous it is. Isn't he the creator of all life and living? It could be so. It must be so. How is the boy? Asleep, but alive. I have heard of these miracles, but I have never believed they were possible. Certainly not by a man, or even a priest. Our Lord told us that what he could do, we could do. One would have to have much faith. Yes, much. But now you have seen, and others have seen. And others have seen other priests perform these miracles. Now I can believe. It is odd. Very odd. But our Lord must have a very special compassion for the people of China. He must be very anxious for them to know about him and for them to turn to him. Why do you say this thing? I suppose because not since the time he was on earth have so many of his servants been able to perform so many miracles as we have in this part of the world. You will remain here as my guest. No. I think I'll go home now. The slaves will take you. No, please. I think I should like to walk. I have witnessed another great wonder tonight. And I'd like to walk through the night and meditate. Then I'll walk with you. You are foreign. For you, the streets are not safe at night. Well, I would enjoy your company, of course. So they walk through the hot night, through streets that had been built centuries before, when Europe had still been a savage continent. Much of the time, they walk in silence. Sometimes, Kuling asks questions about the Christian God. And then... What was that? Come. We shouldn't loiter here, not outside this house. Come. But what is it? Who is it? The pythoness. What? The snake woman. She is tormented by demons. Demons? At times, her torment is so great, she becomes crazed. It is better not to stay here. Come. Snake woman, you say. Uh, what is she called? A cow. There are many like her in China. A cow! Come, come. Uh, does she receive visitors? Not at night. The gate is guarded. If you try to see her, the guards would kill you. Ah, she's the demon of demons. Come. come. But I, I should try to see her to comfort her. No. 
I cannot permit you to go there. If you must go, then go tomorrow. Tonight, you will be killed. Come. The house, a palatial mansion, stands in a garden surrounded by a high wall. The huge gate is of iron and represents two ferocious dragons facing each other. The two Chinese guards behind the gate stare at the Christian priest. Each holds a razor-sharp sword. Please, take me to your mistress. I knew you were coming here, foreign devil. You knew? And I knew when you were outside my house. Yes, last I... Last night. I heard your cries of torment. You heard only the wailing of the... of the demons who take possession of my body at night. Your body was tormented, and so was your soul. My soul? What is that? The part of you closest to God. Do not... do not bring your vile talk into my house, barbarian priest. Especially after what you did last night. Ah. You've heard about that. Heard? I knew of it when it happened. I believe you. You believe? Of course you believe. I have mystic power. Then our Lord has made it easier for you to reach out to him. Take him away. Put him in chains. Chain him to a wall. by your arms, barbarian. <laughs> Hang there on the wall until... until you wish your body would tear itself from your arms. <clears throat> Hang there in torment for the rest of this day and all through the night. And I will listen to your screams for mercy. Listen to my prayers for you. Listen when I pray to the Christian God. To reveal his love to you. You are a fool. My child. My child. Do you know that you are God's temple? And that he dwells within you? Only the demons dwell in me. They are of me. And I'm of them. Now. Hang there. And think of the torment in store for you. hangs there on the wall. The sockets of his arms threaten to give way. And when the torture is too great, he lapses into merciful unconsciousness and does not come to until night has fallen. And from the upper reaches of the house, the now tormented cries of the woman's soul come to him. Oh, my Lord. Stretch forth thy hand. Cleanse this poor woman's soul. Oh, Lord, if I can be thy instrument again. Lord, Lord, give me the strength to serve thee 
and to help this woman. Help me. How could he help me? Your God. He cannot even help you. Oh, Lord. My Lord. Forgive this creature, for she knows not what she says. The devil possesses this woman, Lord. Oh, my God. Show thy mercy to her. Oh, Oh, Lord. Lord. Hear my plea. There is thunder, and for a split second there is lightning in the cellar, and a woman sees a vision. People fear her. She ran to the hills. But you, my friend... Why, I'm all right. The slaves set me free after it had happened. The woman was frightened. What happened? She must be found. Found and destroyed. No, spared. As God spared her. Cooling, she saw the face of our Lord. And she must be found. The Lord will comfort you. Don't be afraid. Akau. Come. Take my hand. No, you're... You're going to kill me? No, no. Only show you the way to life. To eternal life. To baptize you. Come. There's nothing to fear. You will spread the name of the Lord. And tell your people of his love for them. Help me. Help me. Come, my child. Our Lord is waiting. They say Alexander de Rhodes worked many miracles in China. They say the others who went there also worked miracles and thousands of Chinese turned to God. The seed had been sown in China and one day it will blossom and flower. Listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. 
We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.